Hello, and welcome back to Live Well with Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to episode five. This is going to be my tips and tricks on how to avoid burnout during the holiday season. So we just came off of Thanksgiving. How was your holiday? This one was really special. I hope you listened to the last bonus episode with my dad, Jay. I haven't seen them for over two years and it's been about six years since they've been out here to visit us in New England. So it was a really great time for me to just hit the pause button on my work and take the time to be with them. I just recently read this book. I'm sure maybe you've read it, maybe you've heard of it. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. And one of the things that they talk about in this book is how nothing else matters. Like all the big stuff, like the success, the fame, nothing else matters except for the family and the love. And that's what kept ringing true to me when I kept thinking, oh, I need to do this or I should do this. Remember, we've talked about stop shooting all over ourselves. So I said, you know what? Shutting it down. I'm going to shut down the IG for a while, take some time off of that, take some time off of creating content for my upcoming course release. I'm so excited for that, you guys. If you haven't signed up for my email list so you can stay in the know about when that's going to be dropping early next year, you got to sign up. Um, so in the vein of that, I said, all right, I'm going to take this break because I am feeling the burnout on the horizon. But what are some other things I can do to take care of myself during this time? Because I also hosted for 13 people. Um, we're going to be also be having a gathering, and I want to decorate, and I'm going to be cooking. What does this look like? So, um, I, you listen, you know I'm just like you. I always say the stars are just like, I'm no star, but stars are just like us. I want you to understand I'm relatable. I struggle with this all the time. So I have to have these internal conversations constantly with myself. What am I doing to care for me? How am I filling my cup? How am I drinking from my cup? Let me drink this water, by the way. Okay. We're going to give you four tips. These are my pro tips for avoiding burnout during the holiday season. They're easy ones that you can totally do, okay? Here's the truth. This is a truth bomb. Six weeks. That's what we have now from Thanksgiving through New Year's. 42 days. Three of the days are actual holidays. What? Okay, so you've got 39 days. Okay, are you Jewish? Jonathan's Jewish. We celebrate Christmas in this house. So fine, maybe you got eight crazy nights. So we're talking 34 out of 42 days. That means you have anywhere from 34 to 39 chances to make a choice that's in alignment with your goals. You do not have to toss everything out the proverbial window just because these are the six weeks of celebration. Now, listen, you've been following me long enough to know your girl believes in balance. I want you to eat the fucking cookies. I'm going to be making sugar cookies like you wouldn't believe. I got the cutest little cutouts at Home Goods the other day. I'm psyched. I have a new marble rolling pin. I got a new like silicone mat. Like I'm in it to win it. 
I also know that I cannot have the recurring cake plate from Christmas through New Year's. I did that a couple seasons ago with Jonathan every night. Did not bode well for my backside um, the beginning of <laughs> 2019. And I just didn't feel good. Like it was too much sugar. You know how it goes. And I don't want you showing up, you know, January 3rd saying, oh my gosh, I've done the damage. I don't feel good. I need to detox. I need to enter whatever it is you think you need to do that's uber drastic to punish yourself for whatever you're going to do over these next six weeks. It does not need to be like that. You don't need the cleanse. You don't need the removal of a food group. We're not playing that game, kids. What we're going to do instead is set us up for success so we can create the habits that we can lean into come the new year. But for now, I'm going to give you four tips. These are the four things I think that you can easily do over the next four or five, six weeks to make yourself feel like you're doing a little something for you. Number one, ask for support. What does that mean? Well, that could be asking your partner to watch the children while you hop on the Peloton for 15 minutes. That could be you asking your parents to watch the kids while you book that one massage for yourself and use the gift card that's about to expire. That could be asking your significant other to do the grocery order so you can take that off your brain space. P.S. That's what we do in this house. Like I can't, I can handle going to a grocery store. I cannot, but I miss things. So Jonathan's like, well, I'm just going to do an order. I'll take care of that. He has it on repeat. And then I don't have to think about it because I am the one who cooks. So that's, and that's like a love language. That's like love, man. That feels good when he does that for me. So yesterday I came home and I'm like, oh, I forgot some stuff. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to do a, I'm going to do an order for us. It'll show up Friday. I'm like, thank you. But maybe we had a fight months ago prior to that now being his response, right? Like we've gotten to that place. Maybe before I had to ask, hey, can you do that grocery order for me so I can feel like we have food in the house so I can cook for our family? Thank you. That's um, setting a boundary too, by the way. Okay, so we've asked for support. Now let's rewind back to the first one I talked about, having somebody watch the kids maybe while you hop on the Peloton or while you go for a podcast and walk outside. We're finding the pockets. You have 10 minutes. I know you do. Don't tell me you don't. We're all busy, okay? But you have 10 minutes every single day. I'd be willing to bet you actually have 30. Today, I found 30 minutes on the Peloton, even though the internet was breaking down, but I found it and I stayed on and I got my movement in. My movement for my body, but also my movement for my mind. Now, don't forget, when we move our bodies, we're releasing endorphins. That's our body's natural chemical for feeling high and feeling good. We need that during this time, man. Depressive things happen during the holidays. Things can be sad. This year especially, people have had a lot of loss the last two years. Maybe there's a seasonal affective disorder situation. I know I go through ebbs and flows my own self. Working out is a form of self-care and asking for the time that you need to be able to move your body and clear your mind is super important. Okay, next up. You know this one, I say it all the time, and then everybody kind of is like, wah, wah, wah. I don't know. It's the water. Again, I'm going to take a quick break. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I'm a big sexy Yeti with a straw. It's so much easier and so much more fun to drink out of that water bottle. If you're not doing the straw, I don't know what you're waiting for. And why is the water important? Number one, are you getting these headaches? Oh, I got a headache. Oh, I'm feeling fatigued. I'm feeling tired. Oh, my muscles are bothering me. Oh, I got this trigger point. What's just not happening over here? Oh, I'm feeling a lot of extra hunger. Oh, I'm eating a ton of salt. I'm feeling bloaty. Oh, I'm not pooping well. Water, water, water. And then what? More water. I always recommend for my clients anywhere between 100 to 120 ounces per day. That feels super overwhelming for you. Maybe you can just start with 10 ounces. And you have that finished by the time you have lunch. You do that like five days, seven days in a row. Then maybe the next week, you're doing 10 before lunch and 10 before dinner. Now you're up to 20 ounces per day. I know that you can do this. Your body's going to start to crave it eventually. Yes, tea counts. Yes, soda water counts. I live and die by my soda stream, by the way. Okay, the last one. This one is take a time out. How is that timeout for you? What is that? Is that taking three minutes to journal that shit from your brain space onto the paper? Is that rolling out your yoga mat and literally just crossing your leg over the other and stretching your arms above your head and doing a three to five minute stretch because you've been sitting at your computer screen from Zooms all day long? Is it just stepping outside for five minutes for fresh air with no one bothering you and talking to you? You can do these things. The support, the pockets of time, water, 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 and taking a time out. So which one are you going to do? Which one sounds most attractive to you to start with? Which one sounds easiest for you to start with tomorrow? You don't need to do all four right away. But I'm telling you, if you do all four, you're going to feel really freaking good. Thank you so much for tuning into the Live Well with Jacqueline podcast. See you next time.